It's Food Friday on 630 Chat. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Mm, yummy. It is 7.36. It is uh, Food Friday. Mm-mm-mm. Van, you got put the, put to the, put the camera down. <laughs> you're, you're on the radio now. Have, yeah, she's, our, our guest is, is, is taking pictures and videos, which is fine. It's all good. But just Perfect. self-promotion. It's marketing when you have a small business, mm-hmm. a new small business that you're trying to get off the ground. We've got Van Tong with us from Mama Tong Foods, and we've seen her in markets, and now she has her own brick-and-mortar so that's that's a big deal, especially right now. And she's also a teacher. So let's yeah. uh, let's uh, man, why don't we just add <laughs> a few more hats two. on? <laughs> Good Lord, welcome. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me here today. Uh, this is a fascinating story, and it's it's just like a it's an eye opener in so many ways. Uh, tell us a little bit how you how you even started getting into this world of, of meal prep because it was basically a home business for yes, you, Yes, right? absolutely. So meal prep turned um, started from necessity. Like you said, I have two kids, and they were little at one time. So trying to get good food on the table, and I love food. Like, food is my life. Um, it's your love language. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, don't buy me anything. Just get me a good box of cookies, and I'm happy. So we did lots of meal prepping just because we didn't have a lot of time. Full-time job. Both mm-hmm. of us worked. Um, and then we would just freeze everything. And my mom, she would make these big pots of soup. She'd send them over to us and we'd freeze them all. So when we needed really good pho or whatever, we pull it out of the freezer. So we did this for many, many years and we thought, you know, this might be a something that we can do. But the kids were so little, mm. so we kind of sat on it for a while and once they got older and were helpful, we we're like, let's try this. So yeah, 20, 2021 was when we had our first farmer's market um, and it was awesome. Like everyone thought it was a good idea too. <laughs> and they cool. were so supportive and um, that's where it all, we got our start from. So what, what, do, what's on market? Like what can you buy? Um, on market, like when we were at the market? Yeah. Yeah. So it was the same idea. We marinated all of our meats mm-hmm. and we vacpacked it and froze it. Mom still helped out. So she made our pots of soup and we would um, package it up and freeze that up and make sure that everyone could pull out a bag of pho or our spicy bumba hoi um, out of the freezer whenever they needed a really good meal. Yeah, what? How do you make food that you can freeze? And it is still good when you reheat. You know what? It is actually not that hard. We start with really great ingredients. You're supposed to say it's really hard. Oh, I mean, and it I spent so years doing the science on this. <laughs> it takes a ton of time. And that's why we thought it's something that we can kind of like look at. Because um, you do. You have to start with really great ingredients. And you got to take your time. And it's... it's it's just the machinery. Like, backpacking really helps um, lock in the freshness, mm. and we put it in the freezer right away. So, Van, uh, help me understand, yeah. because we have had a lot of stories. We've talked many times on our show this morning about how hard it is for, for restaurants, for food industry, yes. uh, with prices mm-hmm. and yes. costs. I mean, it's it's hard. There's a lot of, they're not making it. So, why on earth would you go from selling in a market to now a brick and mortar? You've actually got a shop yes. where you're now selling. Uh, it's, uh, not a restaurant. Not a restaurant, so we don't have eat-in, but it came from a point where we we did get pretty busy. Um, I was still doing it on my off time, (laughs) and my mom at this point, she still ran our, um, her restaurant, it's Roadrunner Pizza and Donair, which has been around, ran by my parents for 38 years. (laughs) So she was helping us, she was doing her shop, we were getting really busy, so it came to a point where it's like, we need our 
own kitchen. We need to set it up for our um, type of cooking because we were still working in a kitchen that was meant for pizza. Um, and both of us just kind of said, where do we go from here? Like, we're getting to a point where we need to scale up or scale down. And mom is at an age where she should be retiring. So we kind of forced her into retirement. Um, and we like took over the same shop. So I'm in the same space that I used to run around in when I was six years old. And it's awesome. So mom still comes out um, to help us out whenever she feels like it though. So she doesn't feel like yeah. it. She doesn't come and when she wants to hang out with me, she pops in and helps me roll spring rolls and we still do all that stuff together. It's so awesome. It's it's like it's not brand new. It's more like a renewal. It really is. It's it's almost I call it my le- like our legacy. Like yeah. we were there at the beginning. Um, it kind of helped us like as newcomers to Canada. It's what gave my parents the ability to like make a living for mm. our family. And now we're still there in the same space, and it's awesome. So tell us about your journey and and how you and your parents got here and sort of. How important food was along the way? Um, so I would say that we were one of the boat people from Vietnam. So after the war ended, my parents got on a boat. We left Vietnam. We got into Malaysia. We were there for a f- quite a few months, and Canada graciously accepted us as new immigrants. How old were you then at I the think time? I was two. Two. I wow. Was two so years not old. a lot of memories. Um, not that. a lot of memories. But now that I'm with my mom cooking, she is giving me all these memories now. She's telling me about all the things that went on, the good, the bad, the ugly, and just like the beautiful story that got us here. And I still remember food, as you say, like that's what um, we do when we get together with family. And when we got here, we didn't have a lot of families. So we made families with all the other refugees. We would have gatherings. I remember big feasts that we'd had at the shop. So mom and dad would run their shop. We'd put all these big tables and friends and family would come in and we would have this wonderful Vietnamese food throughout the whole evening. And those are the memories I have because food brings everyone together. But when your parents got here, yep. they opened up a pizza place. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're not serving their own food. No, they're not. So dad got a job um, delivering pizza and the gentleman there was like, I don't want to do this more. Dad's like, well, I buy it from you. And my mom literally came in, learned all the recipes. And in the 38 years, of course, refined it, made it her own. And yeah, I know. it's It was a really interesting story. <laughs> pizza. Uh, and now coming full circle. Yeah. And now back to more Vietnamese back food. Back to Vietnamese Very food. Cool. And now she gets to make all the Vietnamese food she doesn't get to make anymore. Um, so she's so happy. Like all the traditional, traditional things. How does this work? That you're doing all this stuff and you are a full-time teacher? Um, well, part-time. Or part-time teacher? Five, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, what, what grades are you teaching? I teach junior high. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not exhausting at all. No, they're wonderful. How do you, how do you, well, just uh, talk about underachieving over here. Uh, how do you how do you do that? Um, it's honestly, it's just what I love to do. I love teaching. I'm so grateful that it's still something I want to go to every day, and I love cooking. And right now, mm-hmm. I get to cook and hang out with my mom, and that's just seriously the cherry on top. For detention, make them come and roll spring rolls. <laughs> oh, you, nice. I don't Thank think you you're allowed to. Do, I don't think you're allowed to do that. No, no. It's well, a life it's skill. A life that's skill. very important. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I'm teaching our kids nowadays life <laughs> skills. Love it. All right, we're going to take a bit of a break. Can you stick around? And uh, you, you did bring some stuff, uh, some Vietnamese coffee. I, I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about how to pronounce Vietnamese soup because okay, you said yep. it differently than what I thought it was, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I need to sort that out a little bit. Awesome. Tra la la fo fa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We'll we'll talk about that, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, where people can find you after this. Thank you.
It is 7.46. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30 Shed. We are joined by Van Tong. Mama Tong Foods just opened up on White Avenue, replacing her mom's pizza shop with Vietnamese food. And I have to ask you, you you are a a full-time Edmonton teacher, not anymore Uh, (laughs) full-time, 0.75. You have a pension. It's really, it's a stable job. People need teachers. It's an important job. You love to cook. And now you're opening up a brick and mortar. It must have been really scary. It's super scary. Like you said, we've being a teacher is fantastic. It's very stable. But we just wanted, when I say we, like my family, we just wanted to see where this could take us, right? And we would love to, like, to introduce our food and share our food with everyone. Mm-hmm. So it was just a step that we decided to, let's just try it out and see how it goes. Do you have t- time to watch Netflix or something? <laughs> like, do you have time to do anything <laughs> Do you chill? Do, do you chill? chill? Well, you know, midnight's a great time to chill, guys. Oh, Come on. Like, getting home oh. at midnight, who needs to sleep? <laughs> uh, you did manage a family fair. You talked about your mom going to bed. Yes. Your husband involved in this one as well? Absolutely. I tease that he's my muscle. He's always there at the market with me, carries all the stuff, puts up all the tents, and he's so supportive. And the kids are there too. Like my children mm-hmm. are there learning wonderful skills, like how to talk to customers, how to take orders, and all that stuff. So I think it's a it's a great skill that these kids are learning too. Teaching moments. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, what's you brought some stuff for us. I did. So tell us, tell us what you brought. So I brought some spring rolls. Mm-hmm. So these and spring you rolls, hand roll these? These are hand rolled. My mom hand rolls every single one of these. Um, and these is what started it. Like This is a recipe of over 20 years. And whenever our friends, we have Christmas and birthdays, like, what do you want? They're like, we want your mom's spring, spring rolls. Spring rolls, please. Yep. yep. So, it's, you know, it's just like the pierogies and whatnot. It's this homemade, handmade. It's awesome. So, are there machines yeah. that roll spring rolls? I don't even know. Well, th- there are, but, okay. you know, it's it's not the same. It's not the same. It's you got to do it by hand. <laughs> uh, and do they, so you freeze all the, all this. The, the, all all of the stuff you provide is frozen. All frozen. Okay. So Absolutely. how do these thaw? These don't thaw. Are you they pre cooked? They are pre cooked. Okay. You take them from a freezer. You put them straight into an air fryer or oven. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really do any of this. This business did not take off until I realized, um, not realized, but figured out how to make it so that you can have this beautiful flavor at home. So when I found out the air fryer would crisp these up like you just deep fried them, I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Perfect. That was literally the moment when I said, Dave, we're going to try this venture out because you can now have great tasting spring rolls. Well, they crisp up in an oven, though, if you put them on, a, on oven, a cookie sheet or with a parchment paper yeah. or something like that? You just got to put them on higher heat and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but just the air fryers made it so much easier. So that was kind of like aha moment. But yes, an oven works great as well. Stacy, can you please chat with Mama Tong while I eat a spring yes, roll? I, 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 I want to talk about Vietnamese soup and how to pronounce it. I thought, uh, how do you yeah. pronounce it? Um, so it's called pho. Pho? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's, uh, I it sounds like a question, right? So it's not pho, it's pho. So, <laughs> well, we see people say it's either pho and then I've heard pho. Yes. So it, this sounds like it's a hybrid. It's a mix somewhere in the middle of Almost both in the of middle. those. So the two other pronunciations are like the anglicized, westernized, because um, it's, you know, it's P-H-O, right? Mm-hmm. But Vietnamese is polytonal, so we have these four tones. So depending on the accents on top, that's how you would pronounce it. So it has a question mark on top, and it's like a uh sound. Okay, one more time. Pho. Okay, that's how you pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> not gonna, I'm not going to do Daryl? Pho? I'm still busy oh, eating my great. spring roll. Okay, oh, awesome. okay. there we go. Pho? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would like some pho today. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's nice. pho. Yeah. Now we go, when we go into Mama Tong's, we can order that. And how does that come? How does 
soup come frozen? Does it come in a container? Or? Our soup comes in these uh, great big bags. And then we actually also add protein to it. So we slice up the beef shank and beef brisket. Mm. Um, we freeze them all together. When you heat them up, it comes back super tender and the broth is all there. Uh, are, are your ingredient prices, and as everybody talked about other like restaurants and other yes. food preps, uh, they're having to deal with an awful lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because some of this stuff is frozen, are you able to, to save some money on ingredient prices, or is this less expensive food to create? Where where are you at in that world? I wouldn't say it's less expensive. You're right. Everything has gone up. Meat, um, all the spices, everything's gone up. And we just have to scale it the way it is. But the thing is, we don't have the same type of overhead as a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. right? So that's kind of where we can do our best to shave off um, our pricing. Because now you are, our customers have to take it home. They do do a little bit of work. It's not a lot, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit, right? So that's kind of where the savings come in. That's nice. Well, we've got some texts in, and one texter says, I love your guest's attitude. It is infectious. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> you, you may be exhausted, <laughs> but you're infectious. Well, if, you, if you are, you don't show it. No. Right? So is it, yeah, so give us some life advice, Mama Tong. <laughs> How do you stay on, on your T-shirt? It yes. says spicy. Uh, yes. How do you stay spicy when you're going uh, from sunrise Sundown you do what you love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not yeah. work if you're it doing something you love. It isn't. It's not work at all. And I'm there and I know that I have all this help. And I love it when people come in and they say, oh my gosh, your food was awesome. Or I was so tired and I just pulled up your bag of pho and it, I had great soup. I had one lady text me. She said she wasn't feeling well. And after she had the great bone broth, she's like, I feel so much better. It's moments like that that makes me go, oh, this is why I'm up at two o'clock rolling spring rolls. And it's okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's so nice to have you. I know that you've known Stacy for a while, but I'm really pleasure to meet you. Thank, Thank you so you much. Thank you so much, Daryl. Pleasure. And that's Van Tong, uh, Mama Tong's Foods. You can find it at 99 38 82nd Avenue.